0: Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the uh, FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life podcast. This is number 88 and a very special one to do. I'm pumped to do this one. Uh, number 88 in the series uh, and uh, Hangtown coming up this weekend. Motocross is here and we're kicking it off and uh, looking forward to, to talking to this guy on the phone. Thanks to Race Tech. Pulp nineteen is the code to save. Uh, use Race Tech when you get your motor done, get your suspension done, get it revalved. get your motor work rebuilt, or just simply give yourself some more performance. Chris Blose uses it. Uh, Michael Lessi uses it. Tyler Medalia uses it. Uh, ben Lemay uses Race Tech. So Race Tech's been around a long time. They've proven to work and proven to to, to do good work. So please, yeah, use them and, and give your bike some love. And save some money using the code FXR Racing Designed by racers for racers. Uh, tons of guys wearing FXR out there uh, this weekend in Hangtown as well as up in Canada when that series kicks off in a couple of weeks. Uh, Pulp, Pulp MX30 is the code to save with uh, FXRRacing.com. Please check them out. Great gear, great guys up there, and uh, they do a hell of a job with the gear. So uh, use the code to save at anything Racing.com. Also pre- presented by Maxis, Maxis Tires, MXST Tires, uh, out now. Developed by the king, Jeremy McGrath, so please, if you're in the market for a set of tires and you haven't thought about Maxxis before, well, do it now, because their MXSTs are out and they're uh, they're pretty good, and uh, AJ Cantanzaro approved that by making some supercross mains with them. Also, Namira Technologies, their pistons with an attitude. Namira's industry-leading top-end repair kits offer everything you need to rebuild your top-end at a price that will keep you riding every weekend, no matter the budget. From the professional race shop to privateer garages, Namira has you and your wallet covered, they offer a full line of cast and forged pistons for every MX application you can think of. Namura.com, N-A-M-U-R-A.com. Uh, please check them out. And also, we want to thank Scosche. Uh, Scosche.com, use the code PULP25 at checkout to save 25% off at Scosche.com. Family-owned and operator company. Their products are inspired by a passion for cool vehicles, amazing sounds, and great outdoors. I've got their little boom box magnetic speaker thingy and uh, i love it man it's fantastic I got one in the garage got one in the bathroom got one uh in the studio thanks to scotch as well like i said pulp 25 at checkout to save 25 percent off your purchase so thanks to those companies for supporting the podcast and uh usually with this thing we we send the guests some scotch stuff but we're not going to send this man any scotch stuff because he's got uh, a b- bunch of it already and uh they sponsor his podcast as well as uh you can find on uh He's my buddy. He's racing the first two Nationals this weekend. Chris Kiefer. What's up, buddy? How are you? Hi, Steven. How are you? I'm good. Are you nervous?
1: Not yet. I'm sure I will be, though. Like, Friday night, I already told Heather, like, it's going to be a struggle for me to sleep, so we're going to have to, like, watch a movie or do something because I'm not going to be able to sleep very good.
0: Um, hopefully the weather holds out. looks like rain right now, but hey, it's midweek. Anything can happen, you know? But uh, I hope it's not a really- to
1: Honestly, I don't care if it rains. If it's going to rain, I just want it to rain because I've raced enough mud races up in Canada, and some of the best results that I've had is in mud races.
0: Oh yeah. Oh cool. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good.
1: Um, so, uh, I think I I got a I don't know what year oh five I got a fourth overall and um, oh god I forgot that what's that one race they protested the next the second moto and we didn't ride do you remember that Morden Morden exactly
0: um hey by the way uh. I'm managing this team, for people who don't know this, uh, this weekend. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. So I'm managing this thing. We're putting it together. I made a couple emails already and and, and done some things. Um, This Friday night at Works Connection, at the headquarters of Works Connection, we're doing a live show. Wygant, myself, you, maybe a couple special guests. Uh, As we do this, though, it is sold out. But if you have tickets, we'll see you there. That'll be fun. And we won't keep you up too late, Kiefer, for that. So...
1: No, I think it's not going to matter. If I will not go to bed too late, anyway, so yeah. it's all good.
0: Um, all right, so you've been doing a series of podcasts uh, under your your uh, your show, Kiefer Tested, yep. um, about why you've done this, why you wanted to race. You've come on the Pulp Show and told us a little bit about that. Um, it's been a lot of work, hasn't it? It's th- this is this. I predict this is going to be Loretta's part two for Chris Kiefer.
1: Yeah, it's actually way more work than that. I've, I. Uh... Just the amount, just the sheer amount of riding that I've done, like, I always ride a lot, but it's testing-based, so it's mm-hmm. different kind of riding. And uh, this kind of riding to, to go race these two races is what I like to call quality riding. It's a lot of intensity sprints and just way more fatigue involved than than going testing and, you know, maybe getting an hour and a little hour and a half of engine time versus... You know, putting two two and a half hours of engine time on a bike per day. So mm-hmm. it's a lot different. Um a little bit more tired when I get home, but yeah, it's it's a lot of work and I respect those guys for doing that.
0: Yeah, it's uh you're you're at the end of this thing in two weeks, you're gonna be Whew, I'm happy I did that. I'm never doing that again.
1: <laughs> Seriously. No, that's no bullshit. Like I'm I'm thinking to myself what if I had to do all the rounds there's no oh, freaking dude, yeah. way it's brutal um, like two rounds for me is good enough
0: Yeah so you've got your regular testing gigs now for testing yep. for per- testing purposes obviously there's endurance testing where you ride for 30 minutes or whatever at at a certain speed then you want to put some time on a product but there's also testing where you hey go out uh ride three laps four laps come in tell us what you do tell us what you think we'll make a change go out That that neither one is ideal for national prep, in my opinion. Uh, So, how has the testing helped or hurt you? Your regular deal helped or hurt you? Get ready for these nationals.
1: Um, Well, it's helped because it's actually I can get more time on on the bike. It's not the time that we need for intensity and Mm -hmm. to get the lap times up. But for me, how I've always worked, even my whole my whole life, I've always ridden a lot. I like to ride a lot. I'm that kind of guy. Like. For me to ride good, I need to ride more than the average guy. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, testing, let's just face it, that's my job. I have to do that regardless. So that that comes first. So to fit this thing that I'm doing in is secondary. So I've got to make sure I get that time in. But um, testing pays the bills, put the food on the table. This doesn't. This is just something that um, we as a family decided to do, mm-hmm. and um, – yeah, so I, I there's there's no there's no ways around it. I gotta yeah. come home and type. You you talk. You know how much you you talk into that microphone. Um, so all that stuff has to be done regardless of right. of this of this deal or not.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, it's it's a lot of work. And you know, I think you know you can ride a dirt bike. We all know that. But yeah, you've got to work on intensity. You've got to work on sprint. You've got to you know you're gonna have limited time to get get your laps in for qualifying. And then there's an LCQ and you know, that's not necessarily what you want to do for testing. But you've, no. you've worked it out. You figured it out.
1: Yeah, I figured it out. I, I have a schedule that I, I worked out, and I've worked with Seiji, you know, my whole, like, seven years, he's helped me a lot with my, my bodies just from testing and being older. So he's implemented a lot of things that he did with Shorty with me because um, Shorty was a little bit older when he mm-hmm. was working with him. So a lot of those things that worked with Shorty seems to be working with me and the intensity level of training is about three times a week, so uh, the other four are dedicated to, if I have testing, dedicated to that.
0: Right. I like, uh, obviously, the Bullfrog boss Honda team is uh, graciously taking us out for the first two rounds. Um, bike will be good. Uh, race motor detuned a little bit. Uh, Showa suspension from Showa, good stuff. Um, I like the bike setup and all the equipment you're working with. Uh, how, comf- how comfortable are you with it?
1: Oh man, it's uh, it's an eye opener for me. Just like we talked about with testing, I I ride a lot of production based motorcycles. I don't ride a lot of modified things. So when uh, Chad at XPR, you know, I finally got my race bike, my race spec. It was too much, and I had to yeah. tell him, like, oh, holy shit, man! <laughs> we got to detune a little bit. So he came out with me, and we we went through a few maps. And actually, he was surprised of how far I went to to mellow my. What we call zero to fifteen percent throttle opening. Mm-hmm. I like a really linear power in there, so um, we made that happen. And the engine, man, it's probably one of the best engines that I've ever ridden. And I've ridden a lot of other specs, but man, it's the bike itself, the Honda itself, stock is fast, right? And yeah. then you add to it and make it more usable, and it makes it really fun. So uh, I'll have no problem with with engine power. Um, the Honda chassis is a little finicky, but uh, I was I was really lucky enough since I do stuff with Honda that I know the guys from Showa, and they gave me factory suspension. I haven't been on that stuff in, in quite a long time, and dude, that, that stuff's amazing. It makes that bike so good and so easy to ride, and it invites you to ride faster. I'm right. It almost wants guy, it.
0: It needs I, to be ridden fast, doesn't it?
1: yeah so people think oh look at factory stuff on my bike i want to be better no you have to set it up still yeah like it took me a few times to get the spec that i wanted but man i can plow into shit a lot faster now than i than i could with just right. you know a kit stuff on there so yeah, yeah man it's fun uh, that's probably there's two things i'm excited about one my my factory-ish bike and then my gear, are, are those we, two things I'm really excited about.
0: Are we doing a hydraulic? I, I don't know where are we at on that.
1: Well, I have the option. Yep. Um, I like a cable, so that's what I know okay most, and I just stuck with the cable.
0: All right. Um, yeah, team will be good. I think we'll review when we're at the race uh, as your manager, but uh, we might want to uh, we might want to bump up the ignition a little bit for the the deep dirt. You know, we want to we want to advance that curve a little bit just because. It's going to be deep, watered, ripped up. I don't know how Paula was. We'll get we'll get there in a second. But you might want a little bit more hit come national time.
1: So, yeah, that's, that's a possibility. So right. we have the option to do that. There's a, the way the vortex, the ECU is, we can just lean it out a little right. bit and get some more snap. Um, how
0: was Paula? They had an open practice day there. Uh, you went there. How was it? <laughs> what?
1: Oh, man. So... It was gnarly, dude. It's I consider it a fucking race because yeah. it was 50 to 60 dudes, and they're all fast, right? Right. So think about this. When I show up to a track normally, I'm either A, the fastest guy there, or pretty close to it, right? Top five-ish guys that are, are riding there. Now, picture this. I am at Paula, 50 good guys. They have three separate 45-minute practice sessions. I get out, first practice. It's really deep, just like you said, deep prep um all dissed up and i'm thinking to myself what the fuck am i doing why did i make this decision because <laughs> all i hear is revving engines dudes jumping over me shits everywhere and i'm like this is fucking chaos i'm pulling off the track i'm looking behind me right i'm like i'm all screwed up i'm like this is a bad decision by me i'm like i'm gonna have to call Matt this and like we're gonna have to discuss this because it was it was pretty bad yeah um because I'm not used to that. That's so. It's been a long time since there's been that many good dudes around me. Right. This isn't sunrise are, on a Saturday. Or yeah, it's not even Glen Helen on a Thursday. Like right. you have ten to twelve dudes there, yep. right? Yep. Now you have all of these guys that are just fast, and you have to learn to ride the track with all these other dudes around you. So it took me a little while to get my feet wet. Once I did, second practice was much better. I was I was good. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I was happy that I went there and did that. Yeah. Because I felt like if that was Saturday morning on at Hangtown, I would have been like, oh my God. What right. The fuck is yeah. Going good, on? good so. point.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Right. You, you, you're, you're used to it. Um, you tried to get in behind anybody. How'd you feel your speed was? How'd you feel you did?
1: Yeah. My speed was good. Like I went in, uh, well, I tried to dip in behind AC, but that lasted about three corners and he was gone. Right. Um, so I was like, oh, I set my bar too high, so I <laughs> I lowered that real quick,
0: yeah,
1: uh, and found some high two-digit guys to ride with, and and I was good. I went and rode around with Justin Heft, and our lap times were close. Um, so I actually made some passes on some dudes the second the second time. So I think I think we're okay, but yes, the old saying goes, I will have to really try to send it. <laughs> asap when it comes to qualifying
0: yeah yeah absolutely it's going to be well we'll see what practice you get in We're going to try to get you in a practice but I, the word on the street is that's not going to happen but um and i get it you can't you can't fight that too much you can't you can't argue with that too much but uh b practice definitely makes it a little tougher but hey that's what uh you know that's what it'll make it even, even sweeter to get into the moto so um
1: yeah it is what it is right i mean yeah I'm, I would. I would actually. I look at it this way. If I was a privateer doing this for several years, and you see some dude, old dude, roll up in a practice, I'd be pissed off too.
0: <laughs> yeah, No, there is it. that. Yeah, for sure. Um, how and how comfy are you with your suspension stuff? You when did you lock in a final spec? Or are you still still getting there?
1: Um, oh, I locked it in last weekend. Actually, two three days ago. Okay. Uh, yeah. It, it took me. I Trey, Cause um, and Scott Showa. They all took care of me. I think it's really cool that they take the time with me, and I'm just some old roach test guy. Right. You know, and they really they pay attention yep. to what I say and they make different specs. So I ended up going with the original setting that Trey built me, and it's similar to what RJ Hampshire has when he rides 450s at home. Uh huh. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, the difference between, uh, the settings that I have was my setting that I picked was a little bit softer of a feel than the other firmer mm-hmm. stuff that they gave me. Right. So, and I think for me at Hangtown, I, I've raced Hangtown in 05. That was the last time I raced an AMA national. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was square edgy, it was rough, choppy. So a little softer setting I always seemed to work better there at Hangtown.
0: FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension privateer Island Life number 88 with Chris Kiefer coming up this this weekend Hangtown and Paula. Uh and so I was with the MCR guys this weekend. Uh they were all there in Hawaii supporting Brayton and uh hanging out with Mike Genova's sweet place in Maui. And uh yeah, they're all excited, man. I want to thank those guys very much. They they've been working hard and Tony Leslie's been working hard to try to, you know, help us out and and uh, really be behind you. It's it's super cool what they're doing.
1: Yeah, it is, man. And I almost feel bad at times. I'm not really used to this kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I went and dropped my race bike off cause I got to ride it for a week and dropped it off to Aaron. I just, just kept them telling them, thank you, thank you, thank you. And, I, and I, I saw a photo or a video of Cooler, Aaron, and Nick on a plane coming back from Hawaii, and they looked so sad. <laughs> and I just felt so shitty because they're <laughs> coming back to go do this fucking mud race with us and they just came back from hawaii and i'm like oh my god dude i feel so bad like i want to do something for them because yeah you know there's not and this is not in their normal schedule so right yeah i feel a little honestly like i feel a little pressure because i want to do good for them too Mm -hmm. and just to to kind of repay them like hey this is not some Dumbass thing that we're doing. I'm just going to show up and get 20th in the LCQ, and it's a waste of time, you know. So
0: yeah, yeah, exactly right. They're they're actually, you know, this is a cool opportunity, and the guys are working hard, and and we thank them for that. But at the same time, it does add a lot of pressure to you, you know. I mean, yeah, this whole I, thing that the pulp show stuff, and and you want. I mean, this isn't just you being like, hey, I'm going to go out and try, and I'm in my sprinter in the back. Like, you, you sort of elevated everything, and and you're going to have some eyes on you, and. Honestly, yeah, I don't really envy you that way because who knows, you know? And there's a lot of people watching
1: you. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like I knew that going in. When I said yes, I discussed that with Heather, and I go, look, it's just, it's like you said, it's not just me and you going up on a KTM. This is going to be in a in a rig, and it's going to be on the show. And but like I said, and that's the reason why I started this whole thing. I, I if I fail at it, I know this, you know, it's okay. We'll we'll. Keep trying. I want to show that to my kid. That's the reason why I wanted to do all this because um, a lot of kids his age, I see, they just give up and they just say, Oh, I can't do it. Fuck it. I'm out. Well, if I do good, he sees that I did good because I worked hard. And if I don't do good, he sees that I worked really hard and I failed, but it's okay. And it's okay to get back up, dust yourself off, and try again. That's kind of the whole MO about why I wanted to do all this in the first place. So, Honestly, it's it's a win-win for me no matter what, and that's the whole reason why I'm doing it.
0: Do you feel like one track will be better for you than the other Is it in your mind?
1: Honestly, no, because I've ridden at Paula. I would say normally Hangtown would be better for me. Uh-huh. But since I've been riding at Paula and I got to go down there last week and ride the track and get a feel of it, I feel like, uh, honestly, Paula will be better for me than Hangtown. Just because I've, I'm from more familiar with the dirt, you know, and yep. the dirt digger guys always bring in sawdust, and the track's always a little funky, and and I honestly I don't ride there, right? So right. I, I would think Hanktown could be the worst end of it, especially with the weather, mm-hmm. uh, than Paula,
0: right? Um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how you do. I mean, I, honestly, I've, I've said the whole time uh, predictions for you are all over the map. The, the, you know, you've got a lot of people very excited with you. Uh, Tony's been out with you with Mike Alessi, and you've been riding well, and he's very stoked and excited. I'm I'm more cautiously optimistic. Other people are telling me there's just no way you qualify, and I mean I just I I'm okay with whatever happens because I think you put in the work, you know, and, and it seems like you put in the work. You're not as much fun on group text messages. You're not as much fun, you know, kind of now because you've been, you know, really focusing on that. And so yeah, like for me, uh, I think you have really put putting the work in, and whatever happens, happens. But you know you've yeah. given it all, you know?
1: Yeah, I'm the same way. Like, And I honestly, I don't blame people for thinking I don't qualify. Like, if I knew some 42-year-old dude was going to go race and and they don't know much about me or my background, then, yeah, I'd be like, dude, that guy's not going to make it. Right. But I just don't want to be that guy, and I don't know his name. I don't want to be that guy rolling the triple at Supercross and 20 seconds off the the, 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 no. the lap. I don't want to be that guy.
0: Yeah, I don't think you will be. Uh, I think you're going to be – in that 30 to 40 range you know i think you'll be right there maybe 40 maybe 30 to 42 right and you'll be one of the two or three or four guys that don't make it but if you don't make it you know what i mean like you'll be in that range i just don't know which side of the coin you'll be at but um the bike's good the team's good you know you've been putting in the work and yeah you just got to kind of let the chips fall where they may
1: yeah no that's the whole part that's what makes it fun for me and a little, a little bit of pressure is fun for me. I kind of like that. Right. I like having a little bit of pressure, and I always do better when that kind of happens. Yep. So, uh, yeah, for me, I, I'm just excited to ride and, and meet and meet a lot of new people, talk to them. And, honestly, it's been cool because I've been going the track a lot, obviously, and these older guys have been coming to me and said, dude, I think it's bitching what you're doing. <laughs> it it makes me excited to ride and go race. And, and I, I don't know. I think it's cool, man. I just, you know me, Steve. I like meeting new people. I like talking to people. It's like doing cool shit, so I think this is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, you do. I'm pumped too that you're you're, <laughs> you're running FXR and X-Brand and Maxis and Race Tech, all the sponsors. <laughs> I, that's awesome. Thank you very much for all of that. That's great.
1: <laughs> Come on.
0: Come uh, on. This is the FXR fly Racing. You are. You're running Fly Racing gear. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm joking about that. And obviously, you got Showa stuff and, and Dunlop and everything else. But uh, yeah. Um, and, and and probably Oakley goggles.
1: I don't okay, know. Okay, good because I I called Charles hundred percent because I couldn't get a hold of Oakley. So you're, that's your job now. You're, yeah, you're gonna
0: have. No, I, I understand that. I understand that. I'll take the consequences when I can. Uh, uh, I can't believe you would you would you would you love you must love their new goggle because you sir are an Oakley. Uh, you know you, you've drank the Kool Aid yeah. with Oakley. So
1: <laughs> no, I, I buy Oakleys. Like they don't give me. They give me some things, but I buy my stuff. So right. right. Uh, um, and I wasn't a fan of 100% goggles, trust me. But this new goggle's pretty good.
0: And is Max doing something special for you for gear? Do we know?
1: You know, so why don't you tell me?
0: Uh, No, I don't really know. No, I don't. I okay. I, I, I was I was in charge of your butt patches, and I got that happening. So that's it. You'll have to okay. see what those are yeah. when they, when I they tried
1: drop. To, I tried to backdoor the situation. I, I don't know if you know this, but I tried to sneak around because I, I know Max wasn't going to tell me. So uh-huh. I tried to get the Alpine Star guy, Derek. I'd be like, hey. Um, I'm gonna need some boots, but I don't know what color gear I'm getting. So, um, I maybe call Max and you know send me some boots, right? Yeah. And then uh, Derek's like, okay, yeah, I'm I'll, I'll get on there. I'm like, yes, I'm gonna know what yeah, I'm gonna yeah, get. Yeah, figure it out. Boat. Yeah. Uh, but he just sent me white boots, and so I'm like, shit. Yeah. That's not gonna It's like anything.
0: <laughs> white goes with anything, right? So. No. Uh, yeah, it, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life Podcast, number 88. Uh, presented by Namira, Maxis, and Skosh. Like I said, Kiefer, I'm not sending you any Skosh stuff. You have tons of Skosh stuff.
1: No, I love Skosh stuff. Hey, and the boom bottle, that's what's called, boom bottle. Boom yeah. bottle, yeah. yeah. I like that thing. Hey, let's flip this real quick. Yeah. How is it being a manager? What do you feel, pressure? What about you?
0: No. No, I mean, the whole time I was a mechanic, I always thought I should be a manager and always, you know, yelling about what I would do right different as a manager anyway, so it doesn't really matter.
1: <laughs> so are people going to see something different from you, managerial duties? Uh,
0: no, listen, my job is to, Aaron's got the bike handled and he's Brayton's mechanic, he knows what he's doing, so uh, my job is to, you know, look at times, make some suggestions, watch other riders, make sure we're running on time. Uh, you know, see see what I can gather from other teams or other intel if we have any issues. Um, you know, yeah, just kind of make sure everything's smooth. Heather can make sure you're good and you're fed and and everything's good on your deal. And and you know, I'm just gonna yell at Cooler a whole lot. That's all I'm gonna do. Just yell at Cooler a whole lot. I'm gonna yell at everybody. So no, it'll be fine. I mean, look, I can't I can't wait till I'm in the tower with my headset on and I'm elbowing everybody out of the way. It's gonna be fantastic.
1: Will you just put your nose up or will you talk to everybody with your, with your headphones? No, I will be probably
0: like, hit everybody in the shoulder and be like, Hey, I'm a manager. Look at me. Hey, I'm the manager today. Look at me. Hey, Hey, look at me. I'm a manager. I'll probably just be doing that over and over to everybody. I see. Oh my God. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be,
1: I feel like you should almost like after this is all done and over with, you should like take one of the headsets and put it up in the, in the office of your,
0: yeah, your in studio. Yeah. In the studio. Yeah. That, that might be, a, not a bad idea um, yeah, we're we're trying to try to figure it all out. I think those guys they might stop in on the show on Monday night after Hangtown on the way down. So we're working on that. Oh, really? Yeah, That'd they might cool. pull it on in and come in for a little Hangtown recap. So um, be awesome. Okay, so let's let's dive into at Paula the other day. Who okay. who blew by you in impressive fashion? Did anybody stand out?
1: Uh, first and foremost, Tomac. So yeah. imagine that <laughs> Tomac blew by me. he revving his engine um what i noticed about tomac is at paul they had these big long outside corners and there were walls and it was it instantly reminded me when he passed me of his track in colorado it has it has those big like railing berms that he rides you know mm-hmm. and uh i was like man that's why he's so good on he would he came around me on this outside and i was on the inside and i knew he was there so you i know. kind of checked up a little bit but he didn't lit off of the gas the whole time. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just thinking, oh my god, like I, I, it's hard to fathom like right. how good that dude rides, and it's, it's hard to fathom how strong he is because he just slams into shit so fast, and it has to take so much energy. And I'm just like, yeah, it's hard to comprehend. So right, right. Yeah, that, that was Tomac. Uh, I think I pissed off Moosecan at one time because okay. he revved his Well, you already he pissed he him off at the press at
0: conference. You already—he's probably the press conference goes back to that. So, good job.
1: Well, don't think I didn't think about that, right? So, I didn't know who was revving at me. He was revving at me, and then I kind of moved over, and it was Muskan. I'm thinking, I wonder if he saw my last name on my jersey and and kind of figured it out and was pissed off already. So, I wonder, I wonder what that deal is.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so. But as far as 250 class AC dude, yeah, looks good. He's uh, he's ripping.
0: Um, any any riders come up to you, Paula, and talk to you about it?
1: Um, Zach Zach actually came up to me. Zach and imagine, Alex Martin. And imagine, imagine that they're like two good dudes, right? Yeah, yeah. Like
0: <laughs> Zach's, Zach's the most normal human being, elite rider in the sport, without a doubt.
1: Yeah, no, it's funny because he he saw me parked, and I was. There was a cool guy area where everyone parked, right? And of course, I was away from that because yes. I don't want no part of that shit. Right. Um, so, he came down. He 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 was driving in in his old Toyota. He he pulled around. He said, "Hey, Kiefer Man, this is awesome. You're here." And then we immediately talked about you know old being old and racing, and then straight into his Toyota that has three hundred thousand miles on. That's what we talked about.
0: <laughs> nice,
1: nice. We didn't talk about his bike. We didn't talk about the nationals. We just like. Right. We broke down about his truck and yeah, and his podcast and how he likes doing his podcast and mm-hmm. and then Alex Martin, you know, I saw him the day before at Mumford's because he was up there riding with us and yeah, he just thinks it's cool, man. He's just like, yeah, it's awesome how much you love to ride dirt bikes and yeah, so, yeah. It, I think it's fun.
0: Right. um Did you see Amart on the Suzuki? I wonder. I wonder if that thing's gonna be any good. It's kind of what I'm wondering. I wrote a story about it today.
1: Yeah, man. I don't know. Uh, for the sake of me liking Alex, I hope he does good. But, I, honestly, for me personally, I think that bike's going to hold him back.
0: And what about, speaking of holding uh, back, our buddy A-Ray wants to race Paula for some reason? And he and he was on a 250F at Paula? Dude, A-Ray,
1: honestly, I'm going to give A-Ray some credit. A-Ray rode that stock Suzuki pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it seems to fit his riding style, which <laughs> is... At eleven to thirteen thousand RPM, where yeah. you have to ride that thing, <laughs> right, so, right, it fits him well, and he uh, for a stock for a stock bike, dude, he was moving like he was moving pretty good. So I think it'd be cool to let A Red ride two fifty class and at Paul and see how he does.
0: Yeah, I, I, why is he riding a two fifty F? Is it all Suzuki has? What's the deal?
1: Well, he got his bike taken back, right? So he doesn't have a bike. So so Swap gave him a bike to ride because he didn't have anything, and so that's all Swap had.
0: Oh, I figured with Suzuki you could give him a four fifty, but I guess not. Who knows?
1: Shocking that there's only a two hundred fifty RMZ that wasn't getting used. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, man. Honestly, that was uh that was the bike he used in mine when he came up and rode with me too. Like I had the RMZ in the car. i was like, well, well we got the RMZ two fifty here you can ride. <laughs>
0: still got dust on it. Let me let me clean it off for you.
1: Uh, the pits are on the knob still. Here you go, buddy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um hey, speaking of which, in Hawaii, Jimmy Dakotas rode a his bike deal fell through. He rode a brand-new, off-the-showroom-floor 2014 RMZ450. Yeah, same bike. Uh, Knobs, 6-year-old tires, 5-year-old tires, 5-year-old air filter, all falling apart. The the oil was all sludgy. They had to change the oil. Uh, Stock shock. Oh, my god. Because his his shock wouldn't fit. Stock shock? Stock shock. His shock wouldn't fit. And he almost won the first moto. No. He came within 20 feet of winning the first moto. On... I was laughing because I'm like, how's the Bridgestones from, like, JS7 days?
1: <laughs> oh, my God. The M22 has an M22 yeah, rear on yeah, it. Yeah,
0: exactly. I couldn't believe it. I'm just like, oh, my God. But it, he actually ripped on it, and it actually looked okay. But I couldn't believe Why, it.
1: Why did some, some guys not have the choice of shipping their bikes over? Or
0: yeah, he mind? was supposed to have a, a newer bike, but I think Sonny Garcia was organizing it, and obviously Sonny is going through some stuff. And, oh, yeah. And it, it deal, the deal fell through, and... So they did manage to get him a bike, but yeah, it was it was a 2014, brand new though, brand new. I, I was telling Jimmy if you would have won, that could have been a perfect ad campaign.
1: Yeah, right. No right? shit. So,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, you want to talk about Suzuki? It's just they were the butt of the jokes again in Hawaii, even though you know we're dicks, but it was it was funny. So,
1: <sighs> poor guys. Right, um
0: If you score any points, yep, you got a big incentive coming.
1: Yep, I'm getting a lot of UPS trucks sent to my. Uh, I see that. Messages on my Instagram.
0: I saw, I saw uh, that. Yeah, you've been reposting them. People are very excited for this. So,
1: a lot of people know, and a lot of people are like, "Why are you going to go to work for UPS? What are you doing? What what what's going on?" They yep. don't understand it. Right. So I'll just reference it back to the Vegas live show. Yep. If you guys want to know? Listen to that.
0: Yep. You um, talk it about explains
1: your- it, but that's a really high incentive for me because I haven't uh, had a UPS. Uh, delivery. Yep. Or Heather hasn't had one in a long time. so right, right. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that's my incentive. Yeah, that's your con- that's, that's my, your contingency. That's my contingency, and that's kind of why I want it to rain a lot because it's mud, and I feel like it could go hand in hand with my contingency. So
0: <laughs> fantastic! I, I'm sure the uh, the audience will be very excited to uh, to find out if if you make some score points. Hey,
1: tell me this though. If I would say I roll in, I get 20 at the first level. How many people are going to come to the truck and just, or how many dudes, I should say, and just go apeshit because they know. Yeah. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. It'll be, it'll be. Heather may may not even want to come out of the truck. She may just want to hang out in there. So, <laughs> so I mean, if if things go really well, we'll just keep us going to Thunder Valley, I guess, huh?
1: Oh, man. No, we're out.
0: <laughs> no, man, we're, we're out. out.
1: We're there's out just there.
0: no, There's just no, there's no chance.
1: Two, two, two rounds is good enough. I think that's all we can handle.
0: Right, right. Yeah. Um, and you are coming in the Pulp sh- Pulpamex uh studio after Paula. You're going to drive up, and uh, we'll kind of recap everything, talk about how yeah, it went. Yeah,
1: good or bad, we'll be there. Hopefully it's a, it's a happy show and not some emo show of Chris being all sad about his results.
0: So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting, man. It'll be really cool. I think it's going to be cool to do it. Racer X Films, we're going to do something with Racer X Films as well. Um, you know, the, I'll put a mic back on or whatever, and we'll, we'll shadow you a little bit. So I think people are into this. I mean, look, you how old are you, 42, 41? 42. 42. Dr. D was making nationals at 42. Coop, yep, guy down. Coop. Like, it, it, Dowdy was 50-something. So, you know, like it's not unheard of. Uh, you don't feel yeah. probably a whole lot different than you did when you were 32.
1: No, actually I feel honestly on on the bike I feel really good. I feel like I'm better now than I was when I was actually racing full time, right? And um I think the difference between me and those other guys is I'm just more of a I've never been a racer. I've I've raced, right? But I've always been a test rider. That was always my number one thing. Like Right. I never raced a a, a full Supercross series. You know, I rode West Coast, but I never was a, a you know, traveling privateer. Right. And uh, I don't have a name like Dowd and Dubak and and those guys, and it just I think I can just be more relatable just to the average dude, and I think I'm I'm just that kind of guy. I've come from a blue collar family, and right. and and I'm just I want to go race because of the reasons that we talked about, and that's it, and and hopefully it, it works out. And I, I'm actually lucky enough that Tony lives close by me, and I think he saw what I was doing and and agreed to it. Otherwise. It, we wouldn't be here.
0: Yeah, those guys are awesome for doing it. Mike Genova's probably probably putting out 10 grand of his money for these these races.
1: Yeah, I know, right? I I got to get a way to thank him too. I haven't talked to him so oh, I, I didn't gotta thank get, him. I'm
0: trying to get my hot tub out of this deal. I I don't know what's going on with my hot tub. I got to feel like it's re- result related to your your performance. So if you if you right. if you suck, I may not get my hot tub. So now I'm stressed about that.
1: <laughs> so. But I think hey, I think Tony's going to come to Paula. Oh, he is? Well, he has a race for his series this weekend, right? But there's no race the following weekend, so I feel like he oh. might show up.
0: Oh, he's gonna be there for sure,
1: right? How are you, are you guys gonna be able to coexist?
0: I mean, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, we'll be fine. Here you go, Tony.
1: Okay. <laughs> I, I don't want him stepping on your toes. It's your show, right? And if he gets involved, you don't know how you're gonna react.
0: Dude, I, I think I'll be good. I think I'll be fine.
1: I'm just going back to the media guy. I'm a media guy. Yeah,
0: I'm a media guy. I'm just gonna cover Chris Kiefer, you know. But no no dick media underneath the truck. So Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I I've already clarified that with everybody. So
1: The Wygant's out.
0: Wygant's out. Yeah, they're they're done. So um All right. Um What else? You know what oh. you're gonna have to do also, by the way, so you know, you need to get you need to sprint. You need to lay down laps early in the practice sessions. That's my advice. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that again on Saturday. But here's another thing, too. You're so worried about form on a motorcycle. You like to do the right things when you ride, and yes. you you always have good style. For the most part, you always have good style. So, But sometimes you can't worry about style, man. You just got to go. You just got to go.
1: No, you're right, honestly. Actually, that's one of the things I wrote down when I had this. When I started this, I wrote down a few things I need to work on, and and one of those things was technique. It has to be good, but I can't dwell on it if it no. wasn't. And I have a problem uh, when I mess up something. Yep. And I know something wasn't right. I fucking think about it for half a lap, and I need, I can't do that, right?
0: Yeah, exactly, Kiefer. Like, don't be setting all up for a turn with your elbow up and waiting on the outside pay because some dude's just gonna go right by you with the elbow down and both legs off.
1: Right. Right. That's, that's kind of how I got to look at it. I got to rail a corner, but if my, my form's off, yeah. I got to say, fuck it. Yeah. I just keep it pinned, right? Yeah,
0: because I've seen some guys with hellacious form, but they're hauling ass. And, they, you know, you got to get in the corner and get out. Get in, get out. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Oh, I know, man. I, I, I've i been working on that. That was the whole time. People like, hey, we got to do sprints, so... Basically, that's what was risky this whole time. Is I've been riding over my head yep. on three times a week, trying to ride over my head, two laps at a time, and it was just—it's tough, man. But I—I—I I, 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 hopefully I figured it out, and I'll ro- you know roll that over into yeah to hang town and and these are the things that like I feel like our our listener don't think about like these guys that are in the twenties and riding. They're gnarly, dude. Oh, they're gnarly.
0: Austin Coba and uh, Morgan Berger and yeah. there's these guys that don't score points, but they make the nationals, and they're gnarly.
1: Gnarly, like I mean, those guys would show up at a local race and kill everybody.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's great. I mean, once you get in the motos, I, your fitness is good. You know, I you you know you you'll be able to do thirty plus two all day long. You know who knows from there. I, I like your odds to if you get in um, to to do well in those because you won't ride over your head and you'll be smart. And there will be some kids, some dumb kids that won't do that. You know, but but vets like yourself and Coba and Morgan Berger and these type of guys, like man, yeah, they're just they're animals, right? You want to go thirty minutes plus two, no problem. They got it.
1: Right, and and I also think about <laughs> you know the motos. I'm good, like you said, thirty. I can do that. I, I feel good when I do my thirties at home and. And when I did them at Paula we and, you know, people around me, so my fitness is good. But I also think uh, me being an older guy and having these young guys, if they see an older guy pass, it might piss them off. So they might tee me up. So hopefully that, that, that doesn't happen.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really, right? Oh, shit. Um, I, I don't that think that so. You know. Yeah, I mean, number one thing, stay safe through these first two rounds. You know, 100%. That's that's the number one goal. and You know, because, yeah, you have a job to go to. You have a regular life.
1: I do. I have a regular life. I have a home life that's solid. I need to keep it that way.
0: Yeah, yeah. There we go. So, if things don't work out, maybe I just blame your home life because that seems to be what you always do.
1: Hey, that's where it's going to go for sure. Like Heather's not doing something for me at home, or I'm fucking up, or, or doing something. So, right. Um, hey, yeah. it's 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 the way it goes.
0: Uh, yep, absolutely. Well, uh, thanks, man. Thanks for doing this. Race Tech FXR Racing, uh, Privateer Island Life number eighty-eight with Chris Kiefer, riding. This weekend in Hangtown. Next weekend in Paula. Should be fantastic. Can't wait to uh, talk all, talk about it on the Pulp Show and all the recaps and everything else. Uh, should be great. Pulp Max fantasy people eagerly await you and how you can do
1: it. Can I grade you on your managerial duties? Yeah. Uh, 100%. Okay.
0: Yeah, because I'll be right. shit-talking you or for whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah,
1: for sure. I'm just letting you know that I had to go uh, purchase posters.
0: Um, yeah. No. See, that's I don't care about posters. We don't need posters. We're there to race. We don't care about the fans or the media. We're there to <laughs> race. So <laughs> oh, I, I will not it. accept any any poor grade on poster management. So.
1: Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's just marked down. Marked down already. But I guess all of your, you <laughs> know, That's
0: just marked out already. Uh, thanks, <laughs> Namura. Thanks to Maxis. Thanks to skosh of course, for coming on. And, and thank you, Chris. And uh, we'll see you Friday, man. Thank you.
1: Thanks, Steve. Bye.